Hello and welcome to the Retro Hour podcast. Hang on a minute. It's not Friday. What on earth are we doing popping up on your podcast feed midweek? Causing some confusion. <laughs> I'm Dan Wood. I'm Ravi Abbott. And I'm Joe Fox. And the reason that we are doing what I believe they call in the podcast industry a feed drop midweek is that just to let you know about a big announcement, something huge that we've just launched, and also to say thank you to you as well. Now, we do know that some of our listeners don't always listen to the podcast on the week that it comes out. We do get tweets all the time off people saying, I'm finally up to episode 100. I'll have caught up in about a year from now. So for those people, we thought we'd do a little flash announcement to bring it up to speed. And for those people who have supported it so far, we wanted to say a massive thank you. As on Friday, we launched what I think is the biggest project that we've worked on since we started this podcast. We launched the Retro Hour book. Now, you can get this on Kickstarter right now. It is running for the next 25 days or so at the time that this episode drops. So you can get it by going to our Kickstarter page. A link will be in the show notes, or you'll find it on the front page of our website at theretrohour.com if you want to support it. And I tell you what, it's it's been doing fantastically. Like We're nearly 50% on our goal. And that's crazy. And just thanks so much to the people that have backed us. You know, 240 backers already. Yeah, at the time we're recording this on Tuesday lunchtime. So um, the book is called The Retro Hour, The History of Video Gaming from Those Who Made It Happen. Now, the idea is that we wanted it to be um, a real celebration of this podcast. Because, you know, we've done this for like, what, over seven years now. And we've interviewed over 350 people for this show. But the thing is, I mean, if like, you know, I don't know. I hope this doesn't happen, guys. But if we get to 10 years and we'd be like, right, we've kind of done it all now. We're finishing the show. We're closing down the website and all that. And even if the show's went offline one day. Elon Musk you know, might replace well, yeah. the internet. <laughs> <You never know. laughs> exactly, yeah. We might not be on the uh, the Muskiverse. So um, that's the thing. I mean, because it's on a cloud server, we know the shutdown. We don't want this history to be lost. But we thought if we put it down on paper in a physical book, not only is that a nice little keepsake, a nice momentum, and a nice celebration of all this hard work that we've put in over the last seven years, but also... You know, we think that thing might be in libraries in 100 years' time. So what we've done is we've managed to pick out 10 of our favourite interviews from over 350 that we've done with some of the greatest programmers, artists, musicians, businessmen in the world of video games. And we selected 10 that we thought would give you a really nice overview of how this incredible industry was formed. So the 10 people that we've picked for the book, Ravi, do you want to go through the list of who's in there? Yeah, and and I think you're totally right. We've got this overview and we've got a list of 10 people that have never been in a book together. And, mm. you know, it, it's just a really good compilation for anybody that enjoys a podcast, but also anybody that wants to know about video game history and also the routes to getting in the industry. You know, there's so many different routes. There's so many different paths that people have taken. So... First in the book, we've got Nolan Bushnell as well, who's the founder of Atari. He's often referred to as the father of video games as well. Um, we've got Dominic Diamond, who was a host of a UK gaming TV show called Games Master, which was it was really good. It was like early esports and uh, lots of lots of tongue in cheek humor on that one. Essential viewing back oh, in the day. Totally, yeah. We've got David Perry as well, founder of Shiny Entertainment, and he was known for those amazing Disney ports um, of a, like Aladdin and Cool Spot and also Earthworm Jim, which was just such a groundbreaking game. Uh, Jeff Minter as well, the Yak himself. He's uh, from Llamasoft, the founder of Llamasoft, and he's one of Britain's kind of oddest and longest running developers. <laughs> His games are always very special and unique. 
We've got Trip Hawkins as well, the founder of Electronic Arts and the Freedio Company. If you're an Amiga fan, you know there's a lot of Amiga stuff in there with Trip Hawkins as well. Al Nielsen, and he's the uh, Sega marketing legend who helped launch the Mega Drive or Genesis, depending on where you're listening. He also gives us the inside story of how they kind of challenged Nintendo's dominance as well, that legendary war between Sega and Nintendo. We've got uh, Ken Williams as well, the founder of Sierra Online. And he bought us those classic adventure games like, um, you know, Police Quest and Leisure Suit Larry, some of my favorites. We've got Ed Smith as well, who's a unsung black video game pioneer. And he's a creator of the Imagination Machine, which is a really interesting kind of hybrid console that came out in the 70s. And uh, it's been quite overlooked by, you know, mainstream press. We've also got John Bird as well. And he's Sega's former director of development technology. So he helped design the Dreamcast, but he also found this kind of game-breaking bug that came out. And, uh, you know, they had to sort that before it was released. Really interesting tale there. And then finally, we've got Wild Bill Steely as well. And he's a a former fighter pilot and, um, you know, founder of Microprose. So he took his kind of knowledge of military and uh, the Air Force into those simulations yeah so that is you know we picked out those 10 incredible interviews some that we're the most proud of that we've done in the show's history and you're going to get them in a really nice easy to digest format in a book that's going to be absolutely gorgeous i mean joe i can't emphasize how much effort we've put into the quality of this book oh god absolutely i mean we've been working on this now for the last year um and you know like you say, we really, 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 really want to make it the best quality it can possibly be, um, but while also making it affordable. And we realise, you know, we've kind of launched this at potentially, well, it is a really difficult time in the UK at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, it, it is completely down to you as a fan, if you want to back it or not, we completely understand. Um, but it was also a case of now or never. We've worked on it for the last year, um, but costs keep rising for everything, including paper, etc. And we thought, let's just go for it. Let's put it out on the Kickstarter. And we are absolutely blown away and absolutely humbled and love, you know, even if people are just checking it out and saying that's cool, just clicking on it, that means the world to us. But obviously everybody who's backed it, um, backed some of the higher tiers and stuff like that, it is just, it's what keeps, it, it's keeping us going. Um, yeah. And we just, we appreciate it massively. Now, one thing that um, I think is going to make the book particularly attractive on your shelf or your coffee table is the exclusive dust jacket. You've got to tell us about this, Ravi, because I can't believe we've got this. Yeah, so this is a dust jacket, and uh, this is really going to make the book. The book, the images that we have on the site at the moment are the hardback version, and we're going to have a dust jacket. And this dust jacket is done by the amazing artist David Rowe. Now, David Rowe has a great history with video games. He did the front cover of Populous, which is just absolutely legendary. He also did the backgrounds for this TV show called Nightmare that we had in the UK, which was a a really trippy kind of TV show where kids put on a VR helmet and uh, walked around. But also he did the art for James Pond. So this is going to be an exclusive custom design cover and it's going to be airbrushed as well, which gives it that, you know, real old school quality look. Yeah, we've gone down that kind of fantasy route, haven't we? So I think you're going to be blown away by the the look of the the dust jacket that David Rose designed for us. And also the interviews in the book. I mean, we're going to be expanding them all as well. So there's going to be additional commentary, information, box outs, and loads of images too. Now, pretty much every page of the book is going to feature full-colour pictures and photographs. And we've worked with some independent photographers to license images. We've actually hired some to take new pictures 
exclusively for the book. And a big portion of the Kickstarter fund that we raise is dedicated to licensing images for the book as well. And between all these interviews, we're going to have 10 additional exclusive features. And also we've got some stretch goals that hopefully we're going to launch soon where we're looking at maybe two or three or maybe more exclusive interviews that you won't have heard before. Yeah, totally. These exclusive interviews are all developers and I, I just can't wait to announce them. You know, we've got some of the some of the top names in the world that we're going to be putting in there. Now, we've worked with an incredible team on this as well. Obviously, us guys are involved, you know, me, Ravi and Joe. And we've also worked with their Simon Busby. He's worked in the um, design and layout and editorial industry for um, over 10 years. Very well-established editor, and he's really helped us shape this book as well. Uh, we've got David Rowe doing the dust jacket. And the foreword is actually written by retro gamer journalist Paul Drury. So um, that's our team, and we know we're really proud, and I think it, it works really well having everyone involved in this. And some people have been asking about the distribution, because obviously with, you know, Britain leaving the EU. They're asking, will there be import dues? Is it going to cost more? We've actually made a big effort to make it the delivery cost as low as possible for everyone, haven't we? Yeah. So um, a, a lot of people worrying about getting stung with, uh, you know, high customs charges and stuff with stuff coming out of the UK. We're actually going to be distributing from Europe for Europe and the rest of the world. So if, if, if you're in those regions, then, you know, you won't get the IOSS charge um, in the UK, we're going to be distributing internally as well. So um, we're, we're trying to keep it as, as as cheap for people as possible and to make sure they're not going to get stung by these custom charges. Yeah, so if you get the, you know, if you're in the EU, you're going to actually get a book that's printed in the EU and um, they're going to be distributed by a professional book distributor who's got years of experience. They're going to be packaged safely and securely and arrive to you in really good condition. And for those who um, can pay a bit more, I mean, we've tried to, like we said, the cost of paper and everything is ridiculous right now. So we've done it for as absolute minimum as we possibly can. We do offer an ebook version, you know, for £15 if you want to get that, £30 for the hardback. And for those who can pay a little bit more, we've got some amazing rewards as well, including from our friends at Wavem Studios, the Amiga Alive and Kicking documentary, which is actually... We, you and me feature in this documentary, Ravi. It was um, kind of a celebration of Amiga events around the world. You know, it's filmed at all these big shows that have happened over the last few years, exploring new and classic retro Amiga computers and hardware and game developments and interviews with Amigans who still love their machine more than 35 years after they were last on sale. Um, Wavem Studios have also donated Cosmic Force, which is a recent C64 game, a bit like Galaxian or Galaga or Defender. So you can play that on real hardware if you copy it to an SD card or a floppy disk. We've also got Retro Art t-shirts. One of my favourites is the, uh, the Retro Ronnie mascot PC case badge. So you know a little character in the Retro Art logo. You can get a high-quality 3D gel case badge for your old school PC. Glam up your old Amiga, your Atari ST even, your Mac, whatever, with uh, one of these incredible case badges. Free entry to the Retro Computer Museum in Leicester, thanks to our friends down there, which is one of my favourite places to go. You get real hands-on with all of their exhibits. You know, it's not all hidden away behind cabinets or anything. And I think my favourite reward is, and I know you're hyped about this one, Ravi, that we're going to be doing an exclusive Retro Hour episode that will never be released anywhere else, only on an audio cassette tape. Yeah, you're going to have to dig out your cassette players for this one. But yeah, this 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 looks really awesome. And uh, happily, we're seeing quite a few people back that as well. So that's going to be really good fun to have. 
So I think I speak for the rest of us guys and just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We know it's a tough time right now, but to everyone who's backed us so far and is helping to make this project a reality, thank you so, so much. And it is running on Kickstarter, the Retro Hour, the history of video games from those that made it happen until the start of December for the next 25 days or so. So if you can support it and you'd like to, you'll find the link in this episode's description or it's on the front page of our website at the Retro Hour. Dot com. A normal service is resumed. We'll see you again on Friday.